What's up, NBA fans? This is Clayton Hendricks with another episode of Hoops with Slim Shooter. Um, hope everyone enjoyed my playoff breakdown from the Western Conference yesterday and uh, where the competition and the entertainment of, of basketball have been both at a very high level um, in the first round. And definitely a quite a different story in the Eastern Conference, but you know we're going to get right into things. Um, starting off with Brooklyn and Toronto. I mean, definitely a determined Raptors team came into this series focused on uh, looking sharp in all areas. And this series went super quick. I mean, 4-0, all in Toronto's favor, winning game one by 24. Game two was the only close game of the series. Toronto won by six. Game three, winning by 25. And game four, a high winning by 28. I mean, the, the Raptors uh, made franchise history by completing their very first ever uh, series sweep and um, I mean Fred Van Fleet was definitely the star of the series averaging about 21 points and eight assists per game with a series high of 30 points um, and you know for Brooklyn one high note for them to look forward to going into next season after this uh, disapp- you know disappointing first round series is that uh, you know Karis LeVert he he was definitely um, got some real valuable playoff experience with notable series numbers you know numbers averaging 20 points six rebounds nine and a half assists a game um, and it's going to play really well for the nets going into next season having a well-rounded uh, bench getting some more depth uh, as kd and kyrie Irving return to the lineup you know giving them some something to really look forward to um and uh, you know probably they're gonna they're gonna be at the top of the leaderboard in uh, you know contention for next season going into uh, the playoffs. You know what I mean. So, uh, but a quick series for Toronto. They're looking to go to the next round. Um, Boston and Philly. This series had a lot of high hopes for me to be very competitive uh, matchups night in and night out. Um, but unfortunately, it didn't turn out the way uh, you know I expected. Uh, with a depleted 76ers squad missing a key piece in Ben Simmons, I, I feel like it definitely changed the mental aspect for for the team, and it just left them with like little to no confidence that they could match up with Boston and come out of this series with a victory. So, uh, you know, Joel Embiid he 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 needed to be the best player on the floor every game to get his team and and to get his team to believe that they could win. Um, although they were messing, you know, missing their second best player, um, and, and although he had a great series, um, he wasn't the best player on the floor every, you know, every night. Um, and that's just what, unfortunately, that's what it had to take for them to beat Boston. And um, you know, he was he was the best player on the on the court two out of the four games. And uh, but the, but the thing that I felt like he lacked most is just motivating his team to push um, and get over those mental hurdles uh, of losing out on Ben Simmons and it, it just shows you know it shows that although Joe Joel is a great player um, he needs to grow uh, in his leadership you know I don't see uh, James Harden and the Houston Rockets falling apart because uh, uh, they're missing you know Russell Westbrook 
um, with him battling injuries right now. Although that series is, is has kind of gone back and forth between Houston and, and the Thunder right now. Ultimately, I feel like Houston is going to finish it out um, in the next two games and 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 kind of put OKC in its in, in their place and, and show that they're the superior team and and it's a lot due to the leadership and the play of James Harden, you know. And um, you know, right now in the Dallas in the Clippers series, we have Kawhi Leonard um, playing incredible, taking on a great leadership role himself um, with the lack of play from Paul George. And I think that it, it just shows, uh, you know, in Joel's game that he couldn't he couldn't get the most out of his out of his teammates, you know, and and so I think it's. Uh, you know, th- these guys are professional athletes. They're getting played, paid to play this game. And like any other job, uh, you know, when someone is missing, the team, the team has to step up, and the boss still expects high. You know, they they have high expectations still, um, and especially for the 76ers. I mean, this team nicknamed the process. You know, and Joel Embiid himself being nicknamed the process. Um, a lot is expected of this franchise over the last several years, and, and it's just not coming out, you know. And Joel, Joel being the, the centerpiece of this team, the key uh, person that's supposed to lead them to a championship. Um, and I think he just still need, has some work to do on, on his leadership, um, his mental uh, capacity to just take on adversity and, and show that he can lead his team through these things. Um, he's, he's definitely a phenomenal player. He played, he played an incredible series. Um, but I feel like if he can just, you know, possibly just take on some mentorship in these areas from some of his peers that he looks up to that have, you know, been successful in these areas, I think it would do him a a, a lot of, a a lot of good, you know what I mean? And and so, uh, I feel like that's something that the 76ers have to look at and, you know, Joel Embiid has to look at himself and reflect on what he could have done better in this series, um, despite, you know, the huge loss of Ben Simmons. I mean, that definitely played a, a really big uh, piece in why they, they couldn't even compete uh, and even win a game. So uh, Boston looked really, really well. I mean, um, they had all, all their pieces uh, playing great. And uh, they're they're going to be um, on to the next round, uh, looking to match up, um, you know, looking to match up in the in the in the second round with uh, Toronto. So it's going to be a great second second round series. Um, we got, or you know, Indiana versus Miami, um, another series that that kind of fell flat for me. Um, Indiana came into this series uh, on on a high. You know, much like the the Portland Trailblazers in the West, playing really impressive basketball in the eight seeding games, um, but you know, and, and they had T.J. Warren kind of busting out of his shell and being a different player in Orlando in the bubble and just being on fire, along with solid play from just all around. Miles Turner, you know, Victor Oladipo, Malcolm Brogdon, like they they were playing really good basketball, but in this very in this first round against Miami, just cooling off quickly um and just not being able to come through getting swept 
Um, and I think the key to this series has definitely been um, Miami's bench, the depth that they have on their team. I mean, Duncan Robinson, 12 and a half points a game. Tyler Hero, 16 and a half points a game. Jake Crowder, nine and a half points per game. Just outplaying the Pacers starting lineup, um, you know, at, from their bench. Um, along with outstanding play from Jimmy Butler and, and Dragic, you know, like, uh, it feels like the, the Pacers just ex- expended all of their efforts uh, in the bubble and, and played their best basket, their best basketball in the bubble and, and didn't have anything left in their tank to give in this first round series. So um, definitely disappointing. Um, if I was a, a Pacers fan, I, I, I would just be like, man, what happened? You know, you guys were playing so well. Um, and just kind of fell flat. So uh, that just, you know, I feel like that comes into play when you have young guys, guys that don't have a lot of playoff experience. And, and you know, it, it would be wrong of us as fans to expect TJ Warren, a player who hasn't really shown in his career to like be this high caliber caliber superstar as he was playing in the boat in the in those eight seeding games for him to continue that level of play. I mean. He hasn't shown that before, and it was kind of having a breakout in the bubble. Uh, and you know, he it, it just it kind of caught up to him. He did play well in the series; he had a couple of good games, but nothing compared to what he did um, before the playoffs started. So um, Miami taking that one. Looking forward to the second round for them as well. Um, Orlando versus, versus Milwaukee. I mean, this series kind of went as expected has been going as expected aside from the game one um kind of wake up call like i had said in, in, in previous episodes for milwaukee game one was that you know they they got shook and, and it awoke it awoke the team to just realize that you know what they can't take any opponent or any game for granted and the playoffs is all about taking it one game at a time focusing on their job that night and getting it done and moving on to the next matchup. Um, this has definitely been the Giannis show. I mean, he's averaging 31 points per game, 15 rebounds, and 6.8 assists um, through four games. Um, and Orlando is just simply outmatched by the depth of the Bucks. And really, um, the the one standout for Orlando seems to be uh, Nikolai. You know, and he's definitely playing very well. Um, but he looks like all. Orlando has um, at this point um, they, they have him and then they have um, some very average uh, play throughout the rest of their of their roster um, and it's just not getting it done so I mean looking forward to Milwaukee just finishing up this series tonight and moving on to a more evenly matched up ser- uh, second round matchup against the Miami Heat. So to look on to these second round matchups already to come in the East since the East has, you know, so many sweeps in the first round and the and the second round matchups are already coming to light. You know, we got Boston versus Tor- Toronto and I think, you know, both teams are deep um, and have a lot of star power. Uh, and after a season series, that favored Boston leading 3-1, you know, I would tend to give the nod to Boston in the end. But, you know, both teams are feeling great and about their first round performances, sweeping their opponents. But I feel like a key injury of Gordon Hayward could be a factor 
into you know providing some more favorable matchups for Toronto and because of that injury of Gordon Hayward and I feel like just an X factor that that can't be shown on the stat sheets for Toronto feeling that the need to prove themselves as a team that can still compete for a title without Kawhi Leonard um I, I I'm gonna go with Toronto in six games uh, I think that they are going to play high level um high basketball IQ um good coaching I mean they have the coach of the, the year on their team and Nick Nurse and I feel like they uh are ready to show the world that they belong uh and you know they could have done it without Kawhi you know although he was a huge piece I mean honestly I don't know if, if they could and and I don't know if they can um if they do make it to an Eastern Conference Finals against you know more than likely Milwaukee um that's going to be a tough matchup for them and but if they play with that chip on their shoulder that passion like that x factor like I said of just feeling the the need to prove themselves that they are a champion with without Kawhi and so um you know I'm taking taking Toronto in six in this second round matchup but more to come um from from the outlook on that series and episodes to come as we see uh, you know that series unfold uh in high hopes of Milwaukee taking down taking down Orlando in game five to finish up the series uh, and be on to the next one against Miami I feel like um the Milwaukee Miami series will continue a pattern in the east of just some very um talented rosters full of depth on both sides and both teams playing great um this is going to be an interesting series and and closer i feel like than than most may have it for me uh, if miami can continue to get the production that they are have been experiencing against indiana off the bench um i feel like they have a real sh- real shot um jimmy butler um just barely averaging a little over 20 points per game against indiana um, definitely will need to pick up his level of play a couple of notches to compete with Giannis. Um, then, I, and, and if that's and if that happens, if the bench continues to play great as they have been, uh, and, G- and and Jimmy Butler can step up that level of play, um, I feel like the Heat have a decent shot at competing in this series and possibly coming away with an upset. Um, I mean. Uh, you know, Giannis is playing at a ridiculous, you know, MVP level right now. Um, he's showing that he wants that MVP award and he wants a championship. Um, and, I, and I think alongside, uh, you know, Bledsoe, Middleton, Lopez, and, and um, you know, George, it, it's gonna, it may come down to those two superstars battling it out in this series um, and who can get the best, you know, of one another that it, and that it may come down to and uh, because of that factor of them matching up well against each other um, definitely Milwaukee has them beat down low um, you know Miami being a little bit more guard oriented um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the nod to Milwaukee I, I think I think that they're just um, going to overpower uh, Miami in the end and um, you know I'm gonna say ho- hopefully six games uh, possibly five 
you know uh, I think it's gonna be it, I think Milwaukee's just gonna be a little too much in a seven game series for Miami to handle but we'll see how things shake down in the east um, the second round um, of the east should definitely be a lot more competitive um, hopefully longer drawn out series no sweeps and um, a lot of good basketball to look forward to um, so that's your that's your uh, Eastern Conference playoff breakdown and um, this has been hoops with slim shooter I will get back to you guys here in the weekend and get you more information and news from around the NBA hope everybody has a great day God bless